Welcome again to the second episode of the Great and Grind podcast. So, like last week, we started our podcast, and between Camilla and myself, say what's up, Grind. Hi. <laughs> um, but this time, we're joined by two guests, uh, Mawetu Soga, and you can say hello, Mawetu, it's okay. Hi. And we have Onida as well. Cooper. Um so yeah, and then we just want to let you guys know that we will be starting a Twitter no, maybe Instagram account. Instagram. <laughs> we'll be starting an Instagram account. Um we will be sharing all our shows and everything. You guys can engage with us there. Um our intro music is developed produced by Crescent Martian. Yes, and um yeah, I'm not going to mention that I am the audio engineer. Oh, yes. Our audio <laughs> engineer uh, is done by Odidi Bukashi, OD Pro Lab. Yeah. Shout out. Plug yourself. Plug yourself. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I think, yeah, like, like last week, we did say that um, we're going to do um, a part two to the, to the intro episode about weight in relationships. So And society. And society. So, yeah, I think let's kick it off. And ladies first. Onida. Yeah. What was your relationship or what's your history with weight growing up and yeah, your relationship with it? Wow. I think it's a, first of all, I have to say a very big love hate relationship, but more so hate than love. Um, (laughs) Very much like Camilla from a very young age, we've always been active and thrown into sports, be it, Ballet, gymnastics, hockey, netball, swimming, Swim. synchronized swimming, um, always been oh, a wow. jack of many trades. And um, I think the first time I ever understood the concept of weight was when I was about 12, um, it, roughly 12, 13. And like, you know, Camilla referenced in the first podcast, is that's when your body's going through changes. you're forced to accept, you know, going through puberty and bodily changes and getting the hips, getting (laughs) whatever you get. (laughs) And, um, when I was, yeah, when it was, sorry for you, but, um, it was one incident that really just shaped how I continued in life. And I was at the pool and I think I just, when I was 12, I'd first started, I first represented South Africa. So my coach really made me choose what sports I did because I had to spend more time focusing on swimming. And so, um, my coach said to me, I I think it's not more what he said, but more so that he said it in front of one of our male swimmers who I really admired and looked up to at the time, who was really a brotherly figure, but we getting ready for dry land work. And I don't know why that day I had to be the last to go (laughs) into the change room, but clearly God knew why. And, um, I was getting my stuff and like rushing to the bathroom. And my coach said to me, Onida, I think you need to have a salad for dinner tonight. And he chuckled (laughs) and Garth laughed. (laughs) And I was forced to laugh in that painful, like hiding back your tears, like, 
that your throat is cracking when you're <laughs> laughing, you know. Yes. And the worst part is I went into the bathroom and the only free space for me to change was in front of the mirror. Mm. And it, it broke down. It, I looked into the mirror and for the first time, I'd never had this ever before. Um, I looked into the mirror and I was like, whoa, okay, maybe you do. And um, held back all those feelings, emotions and got into the car. And my mom said, oh, how was school? How was swimming? And I said, um, so-and-so said that I need to have a salad for dinner tonight. And she mm. said to me, um, what do you want for dinner tonight? And like Onida and true to Onida spirit, I said, steers. <laughs> Nothing's going to change. <laughs> yeah, she said, steers is what we're going to get for dinner. And we had steers. And the crazy part about all of this is that nothing had changed. If anything, I was more conscious about what I was eating and forced myself to eat the things that I wanted. Yeah. So yeah. whereas before my willpower was a lot stronger where I was like, Ugh, I don't actually need the second bag of sweets. Now I was like, actually I'm going to have the second bag of sweets mm. just because of that remark. And a week later, my coach turned to me and I think this is the psychological um, disadvantage that I had moving forward because of this comment was Onida, you're looking lean. You look like a racehorse. Except and nothing had changed. Steers. In fact, if, yes. if, you, if not, you've been exactly. like doubling your, <laughs> your intake. <laughs> but I mean, it, I think it goes, to the thing, it goes to the thing of men, like men trying to think that they have control over our, all women's bodies in general. I, look, I don't think it was a complete um, control thing. because Or, or right to you comment. Understand, rather. Or, or, yeah, right like to comment because English you must understand does. that <laughs> Being okay, being in such a competitive environment, my, our bodies were constantly scrutinized. Why? Because we had to be in a swimming costume, so you had to see every little crux of us, nook and cranny, every nook, nook and, and cranny. <laughs> and you know, it's crazy because apart from that, um, it, it didn't get better. Every coach that I had, I mean, the next coach that I had when I moved to Cape Town, every Saturday was way in day. To the oh, point yeah. where I'd gone to university and come back to train with him for one of my summer holidays. And he said to me, baby, want to see how much you weigh 2009? And I was like, bruh, come on. Like, no. And he, and, and then the he had an accent, was, obviously, Mawetu. Did you understand that? He, he, he just became more creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It really was. And the first thing he said was, you weigh so much lighter now than when I was, what, 16 years old. And that was the first thing, the first remark he could make. And, and then obviously I went on to, to study in the States. And the worst part was, I, I'm so thankful because I never had like a remark from one of my coaches. But I could feel those daggers when come... Uh, post-summer vacation, which for us is winter. So naturally, we cannot be eating salads in winter. Yeah. Yeah. You know, tutu odidi style, nyama, <laughs> rice, soup. <laughs> you know, Messy, wholesome yeah. meals is what you eat in winter. But also, I was like, I've just spent this whole season putting my body under strain. I'm going to take a break. Enjoy, and yeah. Exactly. And so when you went back, your body was not the same. And so you get criticized. So... I think that's just how my relationship with weight has been ever since. It's up yeah. and down and more bad than good. Yeah. 
is that it, so has it always been in relation to to performance or do you feel sort of the 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 normal uh, weight in relations to looks to being a, a, a pretty girl but yours is in relation being to being a pretty I girl mean, faster. <laughs> who's the pretty girl where is she at here she is here she, here she is. is raise your hand pretty girl <laughs> yay no i mean thank you know i need to say thank you moes <laughs> I mean, voice. thanks. I will take that first. That, that comment. <laughs> take only that from the remark. <laughs> no, um, I, I think it is, and I think because I've always been in such a competitive environment, and that's all I've known. Um, I've only known that you know the ideal body shape of a swimmer is to have broad shoulders and narrow hips. Basically, a twelve-year-old boy's body your whole life, and that's just. <laughs> You know, which is always sexy, amazing. which is always sexy. Uh, hey, my way too. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and it's crazy because I mean that's all I knew. And then when I stopped competitive swimming, I was then you know forced into this space of you now control what exercise you do or don't do. And I found it really hard as to well. yeah, and I found it really hard to to adapt to that because then I was getting hips. naturally my bum was growing and so many people would still continuously like comment on you have the ideal body shape your body is so beautiful you've got the big bum you've got hips that's desirable but because i had it ingrained in my mind that 12 year old boy's body is beautiful is athletic is mm-hmm. desirable having embracing the natural trajectory of how one's body changes yeah. is not something that i accepted and so i hated the fact that the fact that i had stretch marks cellulite hips mm. a big bum that so many people are like but that's natural that's what we all have and that is fine but for me it was just so hard but i guess that you know things slowly started to change but that's yeah, yeah. and then mr you khrotman um as a closer man from pe the windy city <laughs> <laughs> what like how was it growing up there and then obviously like Because I think you went to Gray, eh? We also Gray boy. Well, I started there and then I, I, I moved around. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> But <laughs> you make it sound like you had a hard that. life. <laughs> Everyone assumes that I used to move schools every three years. So. <laughs> But yeah, how? What was your? What's your history with weight? Man? I know body, you were small. You've always been small. Well. No, I, I've always been chubby. What? Um, small in relation to short. No, um, but, but uh, no. So I, I would say that um, um, as I'm listening now, I, I don't think my relationship with weight has been anything aggressively negative, right? It's mm. there are people of different sizes. Um, at some point, um, there is. It was. It's healthy. to take care of your weight like maybe as a small boy you're eating too much or anything like that in a light very way um then there is girl, the girl girls are attracted to boys that kind of look like this um so it might be better <laughs> if you were if you were more slender and then there is sports the guys who do well in sports are fit and look like this uh, so okay. it was always sort of kind of one of those three buckets is you either playing soccer or, or saying you're playing soccer and you're trying to look fitter or you're playing rugby and you're trying to be bigger right uh, or, what what category do you fall under 
Oh, well, I started in, 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 in rugby, but I mean, I was always smaller, so I could never be bigger than any other guy. <laughs> It'd only be just the slight wish in the back of your head. And then in soccer, <laughs> the sort of you'd wish you were fitter, right? You had mm. the running body or, or, or thing. But I've always been sort of a measure of do still girls want me? And if that's a yes, I'm fine. <laughs> so you, so your your main motivation was whether you're attractive to the other sex. Yes, and that was how I looked at it. Like w- that mate of mine is getting more girls because he's more attractive, etc. So it was never. It was a thing of okay, I'd start running a bit now, or I'd start trying to do more push-ups or etc. I'd quit somewhere along. So you try. You <laughs> would try to. So you would try to change your body. In hopes yes. of gaining more interest from or, the girls, or getting or, better at sports, right? But it yes. always be relation that <laughs> you know it. It Man, only really changed. Like yes, more. You know. Um, <laughs> okay. Then in varsity is only when I could really differentiate between weight, but by then, um, as as Cam would see, you you got smaller, and I don't know how I got smaller. Maybe yeah. varsity times you. You're drinking. You're not really eating well. I was just yeah. smaller. Lali, don't sleep, yeah. <laughs> yes. We had those. We yeah, no, I definitely <laughs> found time. I definitely found time to drink and eat. <laughs> and eat. Yes. No, we were always on the move, right? And then we, 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 you would start exercising, sort of as a group thing, to say, "Man, this is what we do now. We're trying to get better bodies." Um, and then I, I, I left it. Where only I start to recognize it was probably is in relation to work, where mm-hmm. it was more of a health thing, and you're more heavy set. These clothes aren't fitting. This weight thing is uh, is is an issue. But in the last two years, I was really on that bucket. I'm going to enjoy what I'm eating. I'm going to enjoy how I look yeah. right now. I'm switching to t-shirts and and sweatpants. <laughs> and yeah. Fuck whoever <laughs> thinks different. Yeah. I'm enjoying. The bigger mouth, and yeah. I have dead body. Have. Dead body. Yeah. Where yeah. now at the beginning, it's I'm exercising out of health, and I want something different. But I've enjoyed this period, yeah. so I don't think I've ever had an, any negative sort of relation to weight. I will do what I want to do when I want to do it. If I feel like if I'm enjoying being bigger now, I'll stay this way. If I want to shift, I'll shift. See, the difference with me, when I do what I do, I do what I'm doing, but I'm doing it like I'm doing it for TV. It is what it <laughs> is. But you do know, or not that not that it's a fact, but it does, like the older you get, obviously your metabolism slow is, um, and trying to lose weight or sort of get to a certain fitness level or whatever does become more challenging. So, you know, the idea of just bouncing right back to what you want or like, um, that's what I'm finding is that I have had periods of inactivity and eating a lot and, um, yeah. And then I've found that I've always been able to sort of build myself up again and get fit run, um, you know, improve my diet. And then I find that I, you know, my, I do lose the weight or, you know, so I've had fluctuating weight, but as I'm reaching, my thirties, some of you are already there. I'm proud of it too. Um, I find that it is, it is, it's more difficult from like, even just two years ago from what I'd be able to achieve in terms of bouncing back immediately and like being able to run five Ks or eight Ks or whatever. I'm finding it much harder to get in that rhythm again. Yeah. I think it, it also has, because now we 
grown-ups in inverted commas for most of us. Um, but um, it's like we don't have all the time. You know, we allocate time, the time that we had growing up either in varsity, either in high school or whatever. We allocate that extra time that we have now to sitting and binge-watching series or going out and, you know, rather than um, running or exercising. You know, it's not... I feel like for the most part or for a lot of... I'll speak for myself. Um, <laughs> it's not a priority. speak for yourself? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not a priority anymore. Like, or it's not a priority to, you know, have the body or to be fit anymore. I'd, I'd like to be. It's nice, but... I Hold on. I think I think that's the common excuse that a lot of us use is Tell that them, we don't have okay. time. We don't have time. But unfortunately, I hate to break it to you that the same 24 mm. hours you had when you were a child mm. is, the, is same. the same 24 hours you have now. You know, before when you were a child, you had school constraints from 7.30 till 2 o'clock. That is a huge chunk of your day that now with a 9 to 5 or working, you still have that huge chunk. But the reality is, and I think it goes back to what Camilla is saying, is that fluctuation is that being healthy has to be a lifestyle. Yeah. It yeah. can't just be motivated by the fact that you have now this warped idea of your body and whether or not you're comfortable with it and you're in embracing it and so your then your motivator is i need to lose weight because my stomach is growing my hips are this my yeah. shirt doesn't fit my clothes <laughs> feel uncomfortable so that's your motivator but like anything you know they say consistency is key and so when we continuously work at something and make sure that that becomes part of our life and our yeah, daily routine true. we won't fixate so much about the number on the scale or yeah. What you yeah. know? What what we perceive in the mirror, because then we'll love ourselves more because it's part of our lifestyle, and more so than now I have to go and run, or gosh, now I need to make time to go to the gym. You know, that's mm -hmm. already embedded in your routine, so you won't fixate too much over those things. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I think obviously growing up, I mean, we had more of a routine. You know, and yeah. it's, it's like, it's like we, it's like, I mean, like Camilla and you're both saying that it's fluctuating and getting into the habit of creating a routine and sticking to it. I mean, at school, you, you didn't have a choice. You must get out that house, half past seven, go there. You know, you didn't have a choice. I was always um, late. For some, like, I mean, Onida, you, I'm sure you had to get up earlier for training, you know? <laughs> so... 4.15, 4, 4.15, yes. three times a week. Could never be me, babes. <laughs> never, never. And the crazy thing is, the crazy thing is, is that it never changed when I got to, to university, except maybe it was an hour later because lecture started at eight. And then fast forward to when you are an adult business mm. owner, I still have to wake up at 4.15 for those early training early sessions. sessions. Yes. So, no. yeah. Yeah, no, not something I can. But I think also, you know, the the crazy thing is, is when we are in a relationship, I find, and Ooh. when we <laughs> find someone, <laughs> or when we don't, when we find <laughs> someone um, who appreciates us for who we are, because they they literally get to see you at your most vulnerable, um, we become a little bit complacent because mm. I think we're constantly looking for that that. Um, affirmation and confirmation yeah. from our partners that we are beautiful and we are okay and they like what they see and 
because they, they, I mean, I hope men fall in love with who we are before <laughs> what we look like. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't don't we believe so complacent in um <laughs> okay. <laughs> we get so complacent <laughs> in where we are and so there's that you know, that whole thing of um love weight and we can see that you are in Yo, love because relationship weight expanding, <laughs> that relationship yeah. It's not know. a myth, babes. It's not and, a myth. It's really not a myth because you do I mean my biggest love language I feel like is food. Okay, it's a language mm. for me, period. But you know, <laughs> I love, I love to experience food with my partner, and and that that's not depriving yourself and saying, oh my gosh, calorie count today you only had, so you can have that burger. But it's having the burger because you're with your partner and you experiencing a different thing. Yeah. So I think that's also the problem that we make excuses because we're in this relationship and mm. our partner appreciates us, and so. Who else am I trying to prove for? You know? Yeah, I mean, why do I need to get what sexy am I, anyway? Who <laughs> am I trying to prove that I'm but who? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I, I like it. Um, but, but even your, I, I even like the before one um, where it's sort of just discussing discipline and lifestyle. And I think for me, that's what started the beginning of, of sort of this year. It was just, it, I don't think it was necessarily trying to exercise or lose weight because even the first three months, like sort of pre-COVID where I was just kind of being a little bit more diligent, um, it w- I didn't even do the scale thing, as you're saying. It was just sort of trying to add more discipline because I feel like I lack mm. it um, I'm extensively. So it was just like, man, if, if you need to add more discipline in your life and you need to make different choices. So let's let's begin this. And being in a relationship um, where also the other person's like, I'd, I'd like you to try a bit more, right? Um, that is um, that yeah. what you were told? <laughs> <laughs> just, just to check. Just well, n- to numerous, numerous times, numerous times. I mean, we had a funny conversation, I think, at the beginning of last year. But just because a friend had it, so I decided to have the same. What, mm-hmm. she, what, what she had done with her husband was, you need to pick two things that you want the other person to work on. Okay. Right? So they just sort of blurted these things. Mine, my, I was told dress sense. Which oh. I don't think I've gotten better at, so just dress better. You've never been right? good at fashion, though. Remember, <laughs> you just, know, I've you, never. You know, my way to university yeah, yeah, <laughs> wouldn't even buy. He would never buy new clothes. Like he was wearing clothes from like grade like ten yeah. and like grade nine. Yeah, because boy. he used to buy new clothes. That's okay, yeah. boy. That's okay, boy. Yeah, man. I, I, so I was told that, and then just, 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 just focusing on. on, on you sort are not of like defined this. by the clothes you wear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so it was sort of one of those things where it's all of it coming together. Just I feel like I'm lacking discipline, and I also want to work on being more appealing to 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 your loved one, right? As much as you love each other and etc., still want that person to be like, yeah, man, look at my man, or, or you know, in, in whatever way. So it was just one of those things, but it was so painful though. I I've I've never felt so much anxiety then I chose to get a trainer because I was like, I need someone else to help me with this. Yeah. Then that four o'clock or 5 PM session that every day, I'm just like, I hate that I'm going to actively go and experience pain mm. for something that I'm only going to benefit from a few months from now. Mm. You know, I experienced constant anxiety every single day when I went there. It was, it was quite, quite strange. Yeah. And I mean, it's crazy. Cause I think also, 
I don't think I would have anxiety because I'm trying to think like when I run with Cam sometimes or oh, I do let's like, not go there. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, I let's go, like, go there. I got like pep talks and I'll I'll be like, no, you can do it. You can do it. And I feel like sometimes I feel like, you know, people obviously respond differently to 100% um, motivation, if we want to call it that. But for me, I think I would appreciate that someone like, yo, go, go, push, 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 push. Whereas if I was doing it by myself, I'd be like, yeah, I did one and a half, so I'm done now. <laughs> I I'm the complete opposite. Like my way to where you say like somebody motivates you. Basically, you were you went to the gym because it was something you and your partner or your partner desired in you, like to be more fitter or you were going to improve for your partner. I and also you said personal discipline, but I feel like for me, that wouldn't motivate me. It would frustrate me more than anything. Yeah. <laughs> like even when like we Odidi and I decide okay we're going to start exercising and it's always a you know a couple's thing so I don't know if Polly joins you with exercising or whatever the case would be but so Odidi and I try to like make it a couple's thing and it never works out <laughs> because <laughs> he somehow is his pace at getting fitter is quicker than mine so what will happen is like we'll start maybe running and We'll run our 5Ks and I'll be slower. And by the maybe the third week, he's now running at a much faster pace, speeding ahead, whatever. And I'm still like, you know, catching my breath at 4Ks. And um, he'll be like, come on, you can do it. And you've got this. Come on. As he like turns around and he's like, yeah, you've got <laughs> this. And I'm like, don't ever do that, that to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the other day it was in the street and I was like, people are walking past during COVID. People are walking past. I'm getting a talking. I'm getting a, I'm getting a lashing, a tongue lashing in the middle of the street. I'm like. But I don't do it on purpose. Oh, it's like I you, do you walk wrong. back home alone. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's so funny because it's it's crazy how you need to understand your partner so well to know what motivates them and what actually frustrates them. And it's a simple thing of language, you know, and how to use language to motivate and not to get like that backlash of the lecture running past yeah. people. I think um, I see you guys have included me as the Dupree of this conversation, but <laughs> I think, um, you know, it's crazy because we always, like you guys are saying, do, you know, do you work out as a couple or OGD and I work out as a couple? And I think as much as that is important in finding things that you guys can do actively, if you're approaching this healthy lifestyle, um, actively that you both enjoy that isn't necessarily going to be a thing of competition where mm, you're yeah, faster yeah. i'm slower i'm struggling you struggling um is really important because um it's hard when, especially you know you don't have someone who enjoys the things that you do it's hard to find motivation um in individually to do those things when you're not getting support from your partner you know, so even a simple thing of like, no, don't, don't cut your gym session short. We'll do X, Y, and Z later is really important because, um, especially when your partner doesn't enjoy the same things that you enjoy. And I think it's tough because we always try and find these things of like linking our partners into things that we do. And sometimes yeah. it's so necessary to find those things that bring you solace and bring you joy apart and aside from you know the things that bring you joy with your partner yeah and i think like um with 
you know, the reason why I think brought up, end up bringing up working out together and things like that, it goes back to like dieting together as partners. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> like we, really? like we, not necessarily did diets, but we um, did the juice cleanse. <laughs> so the first one we did together. Oh, uh-uh. No, I'm saying, no, the, no, no. I'm, I'm saying the first one to we did together. Him. Not no, this. Not. No, not uh, the first one. The f- oh. Yes, I did a five day cleanse. Yes, by I know. Myself yes, first. but I'm saying the one we did together. The first one we did together. Oh, as yes. a couple. But yes. I, I don't. I don't want my my five day cleanse that I did initially <laughs> to, to go unnoticed. Yeah, to be unacknowledged. I did it, and on top of that, Odidi was literally. Um, him and cooks while I was on my first five day juice mm-hmm. cleanse ate literally in that week, they ate KFC one week, they ate rocker mamas the next day and they ate pizza the next day. So for three out of those five days, <laughs> oh, no. I was sitting in a oh, lounge. She encouraged us. With, oh, with no, smile. I didn't. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say. Um, <laughs> so the second juice cleanse that you joined me on. Yes. When we decided to do the three day juice cleanse. Um, together, which was, and we, I think the motivation for us to do together, it was like, it was driven. Our motivation was driven by weight loss. I think for the most part, it was like, yeah, we're going to uh, lose weight. Um, so then we were like, okay. And then I think after day two, um, it was like, uh, what happened? What happened? After, yeah. After day two, yeah. On day two, we binged like, Ordered rocker mamas, like ordered so much food. They're like, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to eat. Screw it. And then the last one, I think the way we approached the last juice cleanse, we were like, you know what? And I think it's the same way we approached joining the gym at the beginning of this year. It was more of a lifestyle oh, choice. Oh, a five-day one. Ever. Yeah. So it was a lifestyle choice. And we said, okay, fine. We're going to use this to kickstart um, our healthy eating and working out and on this journey of creating a new lifestyle for us. And now even in uh, COVID, um, with everything that's happening and under lockdown, for the most part, our diets in terms of food or whatever, not necessarily like a diet diet, but like our diet is healthy for the most part, you know? And I do thank COVID for that because it would, would have been easy to just order takeouts for sometimes, you know? Yeah. I think also- Did you gain more weight? I gained more weight. No, I think I have definitely gained more weight, but I think I've been eating healthier. So my weight has been like, I gained because I guess of the amount, because you're snacking, because you're at home, you're probably eating more than what you would if you were running up and down from meeting to meeting or at the office. Um, But in terms of the actual content we're eating, you know, we'll have our veggies, we'll have our fruits. like And our meat. And our meat. (laughs) And all those things. Um, so I think it's also, yeah, motivations and the, the quality of the food or, you know, that you eat. Yeah. Hey, it looks like we've come to the end of part one of our discussion. So click next and join us in part two.